everybody, welcome to another edition of Jizz Talking. For this Sunday, we have the one and only Christy Canyon, and joining us later via Zoom will be Ginger Lynn. And we're going to be talking about some new stuff, uh, Christy. Yes, and just to clarify, it did get pushed up to four. I literally ran home from the mall, took a quick shower. I didn't even do my hair yet, so this is kind of my bedhead. Nobody's going to bitch about them, are we? <laughs> and it's okay if you do. I don't even care. <laughs> So last we talked, you were on Vivid Radio doing your daily show, and then it yeah. kind of got removed to a remote, and then it kind of just got removed. It never got moved to remote. I mean, you do it. You you weren't in the studio. No, we were. We weren't in the studio, but you were calling people during. Since I was here with you, right. um, we were off of radio for three months during the pandemic. Um, it was going to be the two week shutdown, blah blah blah, and then two weeks turned into three to four months, not on Vivid's end, but Sirius XM. And you guys, right? So I'd be in my car listening to Sirius XM. Everyone else was live, but Vivid. And that's when my alarm bells went off. Like you can't cough up. They only pay those poor guys interns 10 bucks to produce. Like even the 70s station and the 50s, all, every station was live except <laughs> Vivid. And that's when I went... It doesn't look good. You know what I mean? So then over, then we went back and we were fine. We were definitely in studio. The thing that had changed was we could not have guests in studio. That was a vivid rule because of COVID, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you could only do interviews on the phone, which I have to tell you, I loved because prior to COVID, we had to do interviews in studio, unless it was somebody so magnificent, like an Alicia, uh, uh, Vanessa Del Rio or a Seika or somebody that just didn't live here. You had to have the talent in studio. Now I could interview all these amazing talent girls and guys over the phone. Like I had Brandy Love, uh, Karma RX, people that don't live here that I could never have in studio because they didn't live here kind of a thing. So, I mean, it was good. And then unfortunately, as some of us know, this past summer was the Axe the Adult Business by companies. Because Lynn LeMay and I, when we first got in the business, at least me in 1984, the government was after us. You had the Mies Commission. You had uh, Reagan was trying to kill our business. Companies didn't care. Companies were like, yeah. The, what the are Man the Act. Do you remember that one? Which one, love? The Man Act. Yes. Yes. And the RICO Act. Ah! Yes. Interstate Transportation <laughs> of Authority. Companies would get in trouble. I had to go to Tallahassee, Florida to testify. I mean, it was the government after us. They never won. They caused a lot of trouble. They cost a lot of money for the businesses, but we always prevailed. Then Lynn, as you know, came the 90s and no one cared about us. We were on our own. The government didn't care. Uh, we were kind of like elite in the 90s. It went from this underground 80s to this beautiful, glorious kind of 90s era where we were kind of glamorous. Then we were famous. What, honey? We were famous. Well, it was a different, the 90s, no one cared about us. Clinton was in office. He didn't care. The government just didn't care. And then Come now, though, Lynn, and you're a little more removed than I am. It's now companies. You know, though, because of your OnlyFans, now companies are killing us off. MasterCard and Visa, banks, Chase, Wells Fargo. If they find out that your deposit is an adult company, they will cut you off and you have no recourse. So I've been in 37 years and I'm seeing this just we're kind of going back to the dark ages. So anyway, Come this summer, Visa MasterCard started cutting everyone off. No adult on eBay, um, no adult sales anywhere. And SiriusXM, after 18 beautiful years on their station, they cut out anyone in the gray zone, whether it was our radio station, uh, the comedian Jenny McCarthy, because she's, you know, yeah. Cool. And a few comedians got cut off and they just they asked about six to eight really cool shows. And what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I mean, Lynn, we just got to kind of roll with the punches in our business. What are you doing now to make up for it? 
You know, um, what am I doing? I, I started a podcast with Ginger. Okay. And here's another thing. So I start a podcast with Ginger on Patreon, right? Everything's going beautifully. We're actually making money. We're having fun. Two weeks ago, we get the acts from Patreon on half of our shows because there's masturbation, there's insertion of sex toys. There was no humans with you too. Of course there is. And Patreon now has a new rule. You can have nudity, Playboy-esque, you know, all la Playboy penthouse, but you can't have any touching of the genitalia. So about six of our shows got off the chopping block and they, you know, they removed them. And we're getting a new one. I forget the name of it. I'm kind of exhausted, though, from all of this. You know, Lynn, it's that kind of thing. And I have to say, thank God for sites like OnlyFans. Thank God for sites like Sext Panther. I still sell on eBay, but I have to word it differently. Or like, okay, so I can't sell Polaroids, right? Because most of them are nude. Somebody sent me like 50 Polaroids of me from the 80s and 90s. Okay, so there's like something like this, right? I can't sell this on eBay because there's side boob. So what I do now is you I use it. on it. No, I tried that and they took it. So now what I do is like I just take a picture holding it like this and I'll just cover up the tit or the ass crack. And then I upload like, look at this pole. I just make it real casual. And I just barely cover that nipple. You know what? They'll eventually stop me again. But you just got to play the game. And so what anyway, so I'm doing just... I have never, Lynn, in my 37 years in this business, obviously in the 80s and 90s, we didn't have computers. I've never been on my phone, on my computer so much. It's amazing. <laughs> Our business is all on electronics. Now. And I'm not used to that because when Lynn and I and Ginger and Amber and I got to even say Tracy got in, Nina Hartley. We made our films, right? We worked all day. It was a 12-hour set. It was fun. You got there. You had breakfast. 18-hour sets. What Most of mine were 18-hour sets. They were long days, but we had three meals catered. We had fun. I got there early. Now, in the morning. Yes, I loved it. It was, But then when we were done, guess what? We were done. That character got put on the shelf till the next shoot. Now it's like... You're constantly working. It's just a different era. But, you know, I love it. What are you going to do? I miss that. Like, sometimes if I go, like, I went to Hawaii with Ginger. And every morning, there's Ginger and I turning on our phone. Okay, who joined this? Okay, who would I have to send a video to? Blah, blah. It's just different because we didn't have that in the day. We had our snail mail playing clubs that you worked on a couple hours a week. But it's all about electronics these days, Lynn LeMay, isn't it? It is. And I'm even worse because I'm an online auction girl. It would make you crazy to sit and watch me doing five-hour online auction. I really get into them. So there's five hours of my day every day online. When you buy things or you're selling things, I don't get what you're, what's an online auction, mainstream or your adult memorabilia? Oh, mainstream. Okay. I, I sell like Shocker Rocks. Okay, see, there you and go. And, it's all and all that stuff. So I've been sitting here pricing it all day. Oh, my God. So it's not just the adult business. Businesses these days are all online. But you know what? It's fun. I started selling stuff. Like, this is going up next week, this beautiful negligee matching panties on a site called My Sexy Auctions. Really? So let me that down oh it's a great and here's the thing you could oh guys i'm not being a bitch you could only wear your lingerie three to four times on an only fans or sex panther before they're like okay christy we saw you in that outfit before so then you auction them off it's just you got to get creative in this world we're in this era of creativity because nothing comes easy troy should i buy some of that for becky i use lingerie <laughs> uh uh skype shows I do Skypes. So. Yeah, you just got to get creative, and okay. it's fun, and I'm so fun. My auctions, or what's, where do you sell lingerie? My Sexy Auctions. And it's owned by that really cute girl. 
She's got a British accent. I can, I always forget her name and she's so popular. Ah, beautiful blue eyes, brown hair. She owns, Sweepy, who is it that owns my sexy auctions? Well, what's uh, another auction in my life? Sweepy will know. Who owns uh, that? I'm finding that out for you. Okay, yeah, it's owned by a cute little girl. And if I hear, I just always forget it for some reason. She was after me. I never worked with her. Cute as a button. For those of you that get the tip slap. Right. But, okay, so I'll hush up and let's right. go to some All questions. Right. Okay. Hey, Troy, do you have anything to uh, add? Becky is here. She's sitting across the room. Well, I just wanted to know, Pat, you made it safe and sound, obviously. Oh, yeah, and our luggage showed up, and my wife can stop, you know, bitching about it. But she did leave her phone in a lift the other day. When they were oh. meeting me for lunch, they get out of the lift, they sit down, and they're like, Becky left her water in the car. She bought two water bottles and aspirin. We're like, okay, what are those five dollars, you know? And then she's like, my phone. Where's my phone? Her phone, she left that. But they got it. Patrick came to the rescue. Well, well Christy, there's another fan in Iowa here, so. Oh, you're so cute. So you I love this guy. He's at my house now and we're doing it live from my office. Yeah, and and Troy's wife uh works in the next cubicle next to my wife. Oh, she's actually in the house, just chilling, just relaxing. And, and Troy's wife thinks that my wife was a double wife. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> I could see why people would think that. Right. I could see that. Hey, let's go up to Joey and see what Joey knows. Joey is way down under. How are we doing today, Joey? Or this morning, as you would say. Hi. There you go. Can't hear you, Joey. Which one's Joey? Right there. Oh, is he talking? Not talking very loud. <laughs> I'll come back to you. All right, let's uh, let's check in with uh, with Howard. Have Howard and meet himself. Hello, Howard. Hello there, Christy. Hello there, Patrick. I just made it home from shopping myself to see this amazing on location from with Patrick oh. in California Hello. event, and I even put on my Hollywood hat from New York. Right. Ooh, oh, well, welcome, welcome, and thank you for coming home and making it say and, and again it was moved up an hour. That's so why, it's even, right. Yeah, it's even earlier for you out there. And, and just a second, Chris, hey, uh if you want to eat, just uh eat later, okay, Bob? Nobody <laughs> wants to watch you eat. It's a rule. <laughs> No, I just wanted to come on. I mean, I just wanted to come on and watch, and I hope to meet you one day, Christy. Uh, that would be oh, phenomenal. Thank you. Well, I do have some conventions coming up. You're where are you located? I'm in New York. I'm going to be in Washington D.C. the first weekend of December for the okay. Exotica Expo. Oh, okay, Exotica, great. It's not that far from you, is it? And then, then it's further than Jersey because they just had the Exotica in Jersey know, a couple of weeks ago. I know. And I was still a little leery of traveling. Uh, I can get my booster shot. I know I, I, I'm a vaccinator. I don't want to offend anybody, but I do. So I'm going to get my booster on Tuesday. And I'll feel a little bit safer because I, I haven't been in it. I mean, I did not lock down. Believe me, I found a hairdresser. I found nail people. <laughs> I found a massage girl. I cheated right. the whole COVID, but right. safely. But I haven't been in a big atmosphere i did take a plane i did go to Hawaii, but i was a little aware of the conventions but you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna rough it out and do the one in washington dc the first weekend of december and then for anybody in los angeles there's a brand new convention that i'm breaking in oh. uh the first week after new year's the next weekend for two days in Hollywood, California, I think it's called the X3 Convention. There's a tag on my Twitter. Uh, I pinned it up there. Uh, it's by X3. It's it, XBiz is starting a convention, which is awesome because, as we know, AVN, after 30, almost 40 years, folded their doors to conventions. So XBiz mm -hmm. is now picking up the ball. Uh, and I think it's called the X3. Let me look on my Twitter. But you could check it out there. Christy Canyon 1-1 is the Twitter. Hold on. Do, 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 do. And, and everybody bitches because there's nothing in Los Angeles. Now, now. there's something in Los Angeles. It is, um, it is January 7th and 8th, <clears throat> their first year in Los Angeles. And it's called the X3 put on by XBiz. So, you know what? For, again, like I was saying at the beginning, 
Lynn, for every door that closes, there's always another door opening. You know what I mean? So you just got to roll with the punches in, in our life, not just the business and the world. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Howard. Hey, thanks for, thanks for coming by. Thank, Thank you. you. Let's, uh, let's check in with Lloyd this afternoon. Lloyd, how are we doing over there? Yep, got to uh, unmute yourself, Bob. There you go. Okay. Hey, Christy, how are you? Hey, Patrick. Hey. hey, Lloyd. Love of hey, my hey. life. <laughs> oh, hey, Lynn. How are you? Love of my life. Uh, uh, Christy, uh, yeah. I missed you on the first uh, incarnation. I was a little too young at the time, but I caught you in the 90s. And one of my favorites was uh, Hot in the City. And uh, that was one of my favorite films uh, in the 90s. And then I was able to find some earlier films. Uh, but I've always been a fan of yours, and uh, I follow you on Twitter. I've followed you on OnlyFans, and uh, I really like what you do, and uh, I really think you're a great entertainer, and uh, you got the, one of the best attitudes I've ever seen. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That film was put out in June of 1989. Gotcha. Yeah, that was great. I loved it. I agree. I loved it also. With uh, my favorite scene was Tom Byron on the motorcycle. Yeah, that was classic. Oh my god! And the guy that owned that Harley was on set like this, and I thought, oh god, he was so like. And I don't blame him. Are they going to scratch the muffler? Are they going to? I mean, it was like a really nice Harley. I guess I'm not into bikes, but it was like one of those scenes where it was kind of like I had to be very careful. But thank God it was Tom, and he's such a pro. Well, you guys are awesome, and I love you, so thank you. Thank you. And and you know what? You found me in the 90s better late than never. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Lloyd. I, I was forbidden from watching that movie of you and Tom. Why? Well, because my girlfriend thought I came too quick. <laughs> that, yeah, I guess I could see that. Uh, I could see we're that. We're not watching that motorcycle movie. Oh, my God. That is so <laughs> funny. That was hysterical. And it wasn't. Hold on. Let me just close this. And the funny thing was that it wasn't even Tom driving it. Remember, I was like standing hitchhiking on like, I think it was Mulholland, a big thoroughfare. And I'm hitchhiking and the owner of the bike picks me up and then poor magic. Cut to, we're on the soundstage and doing it on the bike. Hey, James is with us. James, how are you doing tonight? Hello, how are you doing, guys? Good. It's a pleasure, it's a pleasure uh, to talk to you. Uh, I have met you before at Exotica about maybe, I don't know, maybe six years ago Probably. when they did the Legends, that whole thing there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That may have been 10 years ago when they had that whole wall of Legends. Yeah, that's, that's what it was. Yeah, it was, okay. I think that was yeah. about 10 years ago, if okay. not longer, because they just had, uh, they just had their uh, 15th anniversary, 15 years. It was at least a decade ago, absolutely. And they had the hits. They had... Seika, they had Terry Weigel, Lisa Ann, myself, Shawn Michaels, uh, oh, the beautiful girl, uh, Sophie D, by the way, it just hit me and I have to say, Sophie D owns my sexy auctions. Oh, wow. Sophie D owns that. But anyway, they had uh, Heather Wayne, like they had, a, it was all star line. And me! Were you there? I just I just found an old photo CD, Lynn, and I didn't see one picture of you on it. That's because I came in. I was told to come in in the late part of the day. So I would get there about 3.30. And then nobody was ever there. You know what I do? I think it's because of my demographic. I always want to be the first one there. I like the 11 a.m. Because yes. our True Blue fans are there. The collectors are there. Um, by the older guys are there. And they love me. By the time 7, 8 o'clock rolls around at these shows, they aren't my demographic. You know, these They're young kids that are into the gonzo and the aerobics kind of uh, porn these days, they just could care less about uh, girls from my era. Actors. Actors. He just showed me a picture of Sophie D. She, she owns my sexy auctions. She's got her hand in it. I think her, maybe a, a partner with and it's a good little site. She runs a good site. So check, check that one out, Lynn. My sexy auction. I will. 
I have so much lingerie. Last year, a guy Skyped with me every week, and he sent me a new piece every week. Nice. And, and you know, for making, like, our, our movies for OnlyFans and Sex Panther, I just, after three or four times, I can't wear the same thing over and over. Right. And you know what? They're just cute little flirty, non-expensive ones. They aren't $200 outfits. You know, they're just wear them at home. But after six months, you got to replenish everything. Yeah, that's true. Okay. James, anything else for Christy? Oh, yeah. I had, I had a two-part question. Go for it. I'm listening. I just want to open up a window in here. It's getting hot in here. The <laughs> uh, first part is the uh, the autobiography you had was, was fantastic. Uh, I love the book. Unfortunately, I think I lost it. I don't know. If, I don't know what happened to it. But uh, would you have any other copies that you sell, or are you writing a new one? Or no, no, and no. I did like four print runs of my book, and about a year ago, I ran out. The actual print house that I used, because I'd ordered like ten thousand copies. The actual print house that I used over the last few years folded um i guess not many people print books by the thousands anymore um but i i haven't ordered there's a place lisa ann told me about which i haven't had time to look into my dear friend dave from ohio is coming out next month he's going to do it for me it's called print on demand so one of these days i will print on demand Life yeah. camera sex because it's been off the shelves for a year now. And again, just because life and I'm busy, I haven't done it, but I will. I have to find the master CD somewhere. And as far as book two, I'm like halfway through it. And I just, I think I may have been a one trick pony. Okay. But it was, the first one was great. I loved it. It was fantastic. Thank you. So. You know, after, after I wrote that book, I went on a press junket, you know, all the radio stations, which is when, I went on Playboy Radio when it was Julie Ashton with Tiffany Granite. Yep. Okay. And when I, when I went on, when my book was released in like 2004, Julie Ashton was getting married, moving to a different state. And they were like, oh, my God, you are so, you're a natural. Do you want her job in like a month when she moves? And I'm like, oh, absolutely. And then, so for 18 years, I was on radio every day. And I just did not find or make the time to really write the second book. And I don't know why, because it's the first book covered, like when I got in the business, the second book would be like the nineties when I was a vivid girl and went dancing on the road. Like it's a whole nother era. It's a whole nother yep. section of my career, maybe one day, but no guarantees. Okay. That was, I had three people ask me that to ask you today. So I, I can't remember if James was one of them or not, but I had three people Ask me about a second book. So I got it. I know one day I, I really do have half of it written. And it was, it's a funny one. One day, maybe. Pleasure. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Thank James. You. Chris has his hand up. So we'll uh, get Chris to unmute himself. He's done eating. So, uh, <laughs> I look good, whatever you were eating. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Hey, hey, Christy. How are you? It's Hi. Chris. How are you been? Good evening. Do very well, enjoying this beautiful 100-degree weather here in Los Angeles. Uh, well, I'm like, I dropped Pat and his wife off at their hotel, and I'm driving home. It's 100 degrees, and I've got Christmas music playing. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, something is wrong here. Well, I'm here in New York City, and it's, it's, it's chilly today. It's about 40, 41, 42 yeah. degrees. That's crazy. I love New yeah. York, though. And I yeah. mind some cold weather. Like, I yeah. like cold weather. I, I met you, uh, we had some really great conversations at ABN 2011, the last year that they had it at the, the Venetian Convention Center. Do you remember that show? Was that when I was with Vivid Radio? I believe you were, yeah, because you were broadcasting from there, yeah. Yes, that was in the beginning, and I was doing it with the Monique Alexander. Right, yeah, I believe it was, either it was Playboy or... Or, or Vixen, but... Um, it may have yeah. been Playboy still, now that you mention it. It may have been Playboy. Who, do you know right. who the co-host was? No. You know, it was, it was about 10 years ago, but, but, but I know, I know I, you, did, you did give me an autograph, and it was great, and we were hanging out, and we had some great pictures, and so I really enjoyed meeting you. was always a very, very big fan, going way, way, way back. Thank you. 
And I'm, uh, I, you know, uh, Rob, Rob Everett and I are uh, Facebook friends, so we're always talking. Almost every day we chat online on Zoom. He's a good guy. I really like him. Yeah, he's a, he's a great guy. Eric, Eric the Great. Yeah, he's with Charlton right now, and we'll. Uh, oh, look <laughs> at you! Hi, cutie. Well, um, yeah. let's see. We'll, we'll unmute him here real quick. Hello. Hello. Hi, cute stuff. We worked together a few times in the '80s. Not much, though. Yep. A couple times. How you doing? How are you feeling? How's everything going? What? How's yeah, everything going? Yes, yeah, everything's going. You feeling good? Really yeah. good. Excellent. Good to hear that. You look great. Thank you. So do you. Thank you. She's always beautiful. I fell in love with Christy back in the 1980s. <gasps> and she still looks awesome. Oh, Am I going to you. do in about an hour? Are you going to the party tonight, Christy? I am. Are you guys? Or you're not in L.A., are you? We'll be there. We'll be there. Oh, perfect. I will be there, and I swear I'll at least brush my hair. I literally, I have hardly gotten ready, but I will after this. So at least I'm here, and I'm here on time. Yeah. God damn it! Hi, Charles. Talk to you a little bit. Steve is with us, and we want to get Stephen because he's probably got to go to work. So we'll meet Steve. Thank you, Christy. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. I love how you know that Steve has to go to work. Like, you know your guys. <laughs> you know your group. You know, just like I know my sweet pea. And, you know, I know their ins, their outs, their kinks, their quirks, their everything. Well, um, Christine, uh, it's great to meet you. Um, as pretty much probably everybody has already said, you know, fan of yours since, like, the 80s and um, – whatnot and um i'm operating off of no sleep so i don't really have a question at all i didn't even know if i was gonna be able to make it to this but i just really want to say thank you for uh your time tonight um you know um i don't know what's been discussed already so i don't want to possibly repeat a question so i'm just gonna say thank you for your time you're very welcome and why are you so sleepy were you working I worked, um, I manage a bar, so I worked from 8 to 4 last night, and then I decided to, I'm, I'm in New York, so I decided I was going to go down to AC for New Jersey HorrorCon, so I took a 7.45 bus to AC, just got back home from AC, and in about 20 minutes I have to leave for work. <laughs> Oh, my God. You know, Ginger, I think, was just in New Jersey a few weeks ago at the Chiller Convention. Yeah. Yeah. So, convention. You know, I wanted to go to that, but, you know, I just, the scheduling didn't work out for I me know. to go to that. There's one only that, so um, much you could do. I totally get that. Well, yeah. I don't know. Hopefully, you can make it. Yes. Hopefully, you can make it to Washington, D.C. I will be there. Is it G December 4th, 5th, and 6th? Third, fourth, fifth, something Third, like fourth, first, fifth. first weekend. Friday, Saturday, okay. Sunday. So at the Exotica. And they've never had it there. And I love virgin territory. Here's the funny thing. Even in the 90s when I was dancing everywhere, I never danced in Washington, D.C. I've never signed there. I've never danced there. There were certain states where they just didn't have our kind of girls. Um I did signings in like Virginia, Maryland. I did signings, but never Washington D.C. So new places, new territory is either kick-ass, amazing, or dead. Or it's Portland. Oh, Portland! <laughs> and I remember Portland, right? Because I never danced in Portland. I did some signings there in the '90s, but I never danced there. And then I brought all my fucking eight by tens. I'm like, I'm gonna fucking kick ass. I'm gonna sell out, right? I think I sold two. Um, gave a few away. <laughs> Girls are just playing cards. Yes. And when you walked into Oregon, right, in the very front, you had at the front booth, Janine, Julia, and Christy Canyon. Like the epitome of the 80s. Wow. Elite girls. We were chit-chatting the whole no, And like if someone would come up, we'd be like, someone's coming. Hi, what's your name? But they'd be like, oh, just looking. And they keep walking. We're like, 
if you can't reel them in with ginger or not ginger, uh, Janine, Julia, and Christy, you know you're gonna have a fucked weekend. It was so funny. Yeah. Janine would say, "This, this is shit. I'm leaving." And then she'd get one person signed for. This is great. I'm staying. It was just like that all day long. Because seriously, <laughs> as a performer, it's it's a blow to our ego when it's dead, and we can't take it personally because no one had a line. Not even Stormy Daniels, who was kind of you know at a high point back then in her full force 15 minutes you know she had she had more bodyguards than people in her line and wow. she took more piss breaks than anybody i've never met <laughs> and we never even started drinking anything <laughs> so, anyway steve thanks a lot for coming by i want to make sure you got on thank you you thank bet you, Lenny. uh cartrell how are we doing today uh, okay hello cartrell hi yeah. Did you have any questions for me or Patrick tonight? Oh, yeah. Uh, Christy, would you ever be interested in doing voiceover work for Dolph Quim or any other TV show? You know, that's actually a great question. People used to always say, I have a good voice. I should do voiceovers. I don't even know how to go about getting that kind of a job. Like when I was younger, people used to always say, you should be a hand mole. You have beautiful, long fingers. You have beautiful hands, blah, blah. I'm like, well, fucking ivory isn't knocking on my door. Like, you know, Dove Soap isn't isn't looking for me. So it's that kind of thing that I really have to pound the pavement for. And I honestly, I wouldn't even know where to begin. I don't. I mean, I guess I could. I dated some producers. One's dead, but I could <laughs> ask. It seems like a hard thing to get. I, I have to admit, I've been very lucky in my business where everything's kind of come to me. I never had to sell myself. So I, I don't really know how to sell myself, if that makes any sense. Like totally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like totally. the clubs would call our agent vivid came to my door. What like people always just came to us. I never had to sell myself like girls like Ginger and Tracy and Ashlyn gear, um, Jenna Jameson, they all wanted to get in the mainstream and they had to go pound that pavement, go on casting calls. I, I've never been on a fucking casting call. Like, I don't know. So great idea on one to, be, to be the porn star in a, uh, Oh, who's that crazy guy that Never mind. Anyway, I went on a casting call. They wanted bikini. They wanted business suit. And they were casting for a porn star. And I'm like, I got this locked. No. Right. And some of those roles were good, though, like Nina Hartley when she was in uh, Boogie Nights. I mean, that was a big role to get for a girl in our business. You know, it really was. Yeah, and Terry Weagle, she guest starred on like a whole bunch of episodes of Married with Children back You're in the right. day. You're right, and Tracy Lords. They both got a lot of stuff on those kind of 90s Melrose plays Tracy was on for a while. It was like I was saying at the beginning of the show, in the 90s is when, like I was saying, government was after us in the 80s, credit card companies are after us now. The 90s was that beautiful 10-year stretch where we were held in high esteem, even in mainstream eyes, which we aren't anymore. It was a very good, beautiful 10-year window. What? Down upon. It's kind of looked down upon now. I agree with you. We're kind of, you know, I don't know why. I'm hidden out here in South Dakota. I am truly the only porn star in South Dakota. I would, I could see how. I get I've it. Been here. He yeah. understands how big my town. It would be like it, I tell you how big how big her town is. Her fire department is a Dalmatian dog and a five year old bedwetter. No, <laughs> that's classic. All right. Well, thanks, Cartrell, for joining us tonight. Great to have you. And good question. And good question. Hey, Aaron's with us. Aaron, how are we doing tonight? Oh, not too shabby, my friend. Um. Pretty sure if I don't say hello to you on the behalf of Lisa Centris and Sue Nero, they'll probably say something to me about it. So just go. wanted to say hello to you uh, from both of them. I'm excited about the fact that I get to see um, Lisa tomorrow uh, <laughs> with her uh, 
meeting for dinner. So that's mm. uh, that should be a lot of fun. Who's Lisa? Um, Lisa some trees. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, Lisa yeah. some trees. Yeah, and um, just in uh, just enjoying the show tonight and um, listening to the stories. Good to see you again, Christy. And Me too. Like it always is. You you know, still looking stunning. And um, I know you guys have this uh, going on before the pizza party. So I know you guys haven't gotten to, I don't think you guys got to Joey yet. So I'm going to refer the rest of my time over to Joey so he has time to speak. All right. Very sweet. Good enough, Aaron. Talk to you later, Aaron. Thank you. Thank you. Joey, what's up? Uh, not bad. Um, sorry about that, Patrick. For some reason, I had no, um, no voice, no nothing. Uh, went, went completely shit. I think my, I think my supervisor's trying to sabotage my um, Zoom session because he's probably not having, having another sick day. Um, but <laughs> thanks, Aaron. I appreciate that. But um, yeah, uh, I'm just lost for words now. I'm just from last week to this week. I just, just keeps getting better and better. The Zoom session. Every time there's a good, uh, uh, well, I, I shouldn't say good. Every time there's a star on, Joey takes a sick day. So oh, Seiko's no. on last week. He was, the guy is probably lined up for a dozen. They're probably going to put him in the hospital for all the sick days you've taken. Oh, my God. That's yeah. I love mm. Seika. I was busy with family things, but I would have loved to have seen her. She's cla she's she's one of the ones that paved the road for me to be where I am. You know what I mean? That's I was the Thanks. 80s. She was that whole. I mean, she was the 70s. Her, Georgetta, Spelvina, uh, you know, there were a few... But I, I really respect what Seika did and how she paved the road for us little 80s VHS video vixens. Yep. Definitely, definitely. That's um, what I said to her last week of what you did back then. You've laid the platform out for other future stars and the way the industry is today. Yeah. It wouldn't be without her. So, um, yeah. Because they took some hits in the day. You know, the talent, I remember, what, Harry Reams got arrested? I mean, there were a few that got arrested for doing it. I got arrested. Who? I got arrested. For what? Distribution of obscene material and and profiting from the processes of the crime. Jeez. Oh, my God. See, and I'm very lucky at a strip club, making films, knock on wood, I never got arrested. Now, I did get arrested before because I didn't pay some speeding tickets, and that was in the day when cops actually came and knocked on your door in the 80s, and they're like, knock, knock, we have an arrest warrant, you know, you didn't take, you didn't, uh, I had like an MG midget, and I used to always get speeding tickets, and I'd look at them and just, <laughs> they'd like, go flying out the top of the MG midget, and I'd be like, ha, 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 who's gonna, what are they gonna do? Oh, they came and got me one morning. I was working at my dad's when I worked there for four years. And it was like seven in the morning. I lived in a secure apartment building. There's like that. Rap, 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 you know, are you in there? Open up. We have and I'm like, what the fuck? And they're like, you didn't pay your speeding ticket. And I'm like, seriously? Like, really? You guys take it? That's and, and I wasn't like that. I'm like, could I call my dad? And I'm like, I'm going to be a little late, daddy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he was an accountant. And he's like, what's going on? I'm like, they're arresting me. Total baby, right? And then, like, the female cop came in and watched me get dressed. Like, it was so weird. And then when they brought me down to Van Nuys, they looked up and, oh, I had a couple more tickets. And they're like, you better cough up. But back then, it was like a $200 ticket by the time it went to warrant. Jesus. $200. It was probably a $20 speeding ticket, but they're like, you better cough up $400 or we're sending her to Sybil Brand. And I'm like hanging onto the bars like, ah, get me out. And they're like, would you like a breakfast burrito and coffee? And I'm like, yes, I'm going to have cream. And the girl's like, sorry, princess, we don't have cream for the coffee. You have Primora. And, and let me tell you, anytime I got a speeding ticket and I've gotten a few, gotten out of more than I gotten. I pay those now. Or you know what? The last two times I've had Dave from Ohio take the online <laughs> class for me. <laughs> He's like, you passed, Christy. <laughs> like, thank you. <laughs> sounds, sounds like the Los Angeles Police Department have nothing else better to do. Just give you our speeding tickets. I don't know. I don't know. You know why? Because in the 80s and even the 90s, they still had laws. Now I've heard if they see you speeding, they're like, ah, oh, fuck, it's not worth getting shot or put in jail. You know, like they don't care anymore. And I don't know if that's a good thing. And let me tell you, every time I've been pulled over, I have earned it. 
Patrick. Fair enough. What is the speed limit here? Uh, it seems to be just hold on to your ass. Here? <laughs> no, in, in, in South Dakota. Oh, okay. I, I made the mistake of following too slow, and I was doing 75. Oh. Now the speed limit is 80 miles an hour here. Oh, my God. It's 55 <laughs> to 65 here, and I don't know which freeway is which, so one day I'm in the fast lane going 55, and I see the lights in the back. I'm like, what the fuck? What? I'm not going over the... And if my friend who I was with, she's like, you're going too slow, Granny. Like, speed... And I'm like, what's the speed limit? It was like San Diego area, and I guess it was 75, and she's like, you better go <laughs> 65, and so I had to speed up or I would have gotten a ticket, but that would have been the first time going too slow. I couldn't get Patrick to go faster. I he know. didn't need me. I know. I couldn't keep up. Because oh, my truck is, gets, gets by. Oh, my God. So I have been arrested, but never for anything in the porn business. I think I also went shoplifting once and got arrested. It cost oh. $5,000, which ironically was exactly the amount that I made in the last 10 weeks. They checked my tax papers. Uh, that's a lot of people in the 90s got busted for interstate transportation. I don't know if our viewers know, but they would set up storefronts, the FBI or whoever. And let's say, what, sweetheart? Remember the plane in Kentucky? No. Somebody in New York ordered some porn and it had to go through the airport in Kentucky. And when that plane landed, it busted everybody that had anything to do with it. I don't remember oh. that story. I don't remember that. I don't remember that one, but I know a lot of people got in trouble. Vivid even got busted for interstate transportation and they made a plea deal. They made a deal with the government and they said, we will stop. They never went to jail, luckily. A lot of people did. Steve is a genius at Vivid. He made a deal where he was going to stop his mail order company. We will never send out one more tape. And the feds were like, okay. I think they had to pay a fine, never sell mail order again. And you know, in the 90s, mail order was huge, huge. But they never sold again, but they never stayed, you know, they never went to jail, which a lot of people did. A lot of people went to prison. Even Caballero. A lot, even toy companies. Uh, Susan that owns one of the toy, a female went to prison even. Yeah. And then she wanted to adopt and it came up on her record. She couldn't adopt. Hey, you that. know any toy connections? Do I know? I don't, I don't know either anymore. I don't know any of them anymore. They've, you know, either sold out or no one's really around anymore from our day. I mean. So how do you buy a dildo if you live in South Dakota? Mail order? Mm. Amazon. I can tell how big they are by mail order. What about Adam and Eve? They're a very reputable company. I would try it, but you know what? Adam and Eve probably won't ship to you. A lot of places probably won't ship to your area. That's true. A lot of the bigger <laughs> companies have a list of where they can and where they can't. But I don't know. I don't know. Do you have any stores in your area? No. Damn. No. Damn. It's damn. It's damn. Her, her, her town is so small, they have to pipe sunlight to it. Oh, my. <laughs> okay, here. You want a solution? Patrick's in Los Angeles. Stores are everywhere. Give him a list of two or three that you want. He'll go to the local toy store and send them to you. And then I'll put them in my wife's suitcase. Okay. <laughs> That's a smart idea. <laughs> well, we've got in Mason City, Iowa, we've got a... a Pure pleasure. Yeah, we got a dildo store. Yes, those are, you could, that's a thing. There's always a way around it. And if, you, shop, a, if you shop with them, they put your picture up on the wall of your shop. <laughs> Do they? Yeah, it's so funny. Oh, my God. And they make them take a picture with what they shoplifted. No. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's crazy. Yeah. You know, it's the kind of thing that when I got caught shoplifting at a market <clears> in the early 90s, I was dating a guy, and we just used to steal for the hell of it. They took our Polaroids and they're like, you can't come. And they said, we're, you know, they put our Polaroid pictures on the wall. In the office. They're like, you've been banned for 10 years at Gelson's. 
And they took us down. I think it ended up nothing happened. But they actually took us to the police station. And the best part was, right, we're stealing bullshit, right? It was just fun. And then the best part is like, okay, you better tell us your car, make and model, because, you know, at the end of the day, they're going to tow cars. And they're like, what kind of car do you have? I'm like, Porsche convertible. They're like, you have a fucking Porsche convertible and you're stealing a $5 something or like, it was just for fun. I was kind of a kleptomaniac. Right. Never stole since then, though. Bit of fun. Never hurt anyone. Anything else, Joey? <laughs> yeah, I'll just try and get a question. Um, in your podcast, there, um, Christy, um, you've had so many come and go. Um, which guest has um, been the most surprising for you? Wow, that's a loaded, great question. I was on Sirius XM for 18 years between Playboy and Vivid. Mm. Sorry about that. No, it's like we used to have mainstream at Playboy, never at Vivid, because there was always that fine line between Playboy and then all the porn. You know what I mean? So Playboy was always here. So we actually got some really cool mainstream guests. Uh, Wee Man from Jackass. um, One of those Marshall guys that's dead now, Gary Marshall, like, we actually got Robin Leach, right? They're all fucking dead. Mm-hmm. We actually got some really great mainstream guests while we were on Playboy because it was more mm-hmm. mainstream. Um, but, you know, what I always found, in, here's something that I always found interesting. We had a lot of TS guests because TS became all the rage in like 2007, right? Never, and I'd be like, look at my boobs. Aren't they pretty? Can I see your dick? Right? And they'd be like, no, nine, nine, 95% would not flash. Everyone else did. TSs were the, like, if you want to see what I look like, join my website. And I was like, shoving my tits back in. Well, have that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they were like, they were like, it was, uh. Foxy was the only one that was like, yeah, baby, here it is. I'll put it between those big famous tits. Like, TSs were not playful. As a group, they were very unplayful. Um, it was. It always surprised me. Manuel Ferrar wouldn't show mm. us his dick. I, I never got it. Oh, who was the other one? Oh, God. Beautiful black actor from, I think, the 70s or 80s. I never worked with him. He was in some of those parodies 10 years ago. Oh, I heard his name. And I remember pulling my tits out. And I'm like, you're so cute. Suck my tits. And he was like, if you don't put those away, I'm going to have to leave. And I'm like what what like, yeah he's like i'm really nervous right now this is a radio show why are they out and i'm like because you're hot and i want you to suck them i don't know <laughs> it's a radio well, show no one's gonna see he's just gonna heat oh my god i wish i could remember his name guy de silva guy de silva guy de silva he was, oh. he was in you know i think the 70s and 80s but he was more in new york and we never got to work together and then i got to meet but uh yeah he's AVM Hall of Fame. Yeah, he is. He was the, you know, and they were all great, though. I had so many great guests, but one of my favorite guests was our very own Sweepy. Sweepy, we used to have every month uh, favorite listener once a month, and Sweepy came in as a lucky listener, and I was the first I was the first set of titties that he ever touched. I was the first pussy that he ever touched. I was the first girl to ever touch his cock. And after that, he, it was like he was out for the races. He just he was like wild man. After that. <laughs> I just had to break the ice. Right, Sweet Pea? Exactly. Yes. But that was fun when we had our listeners come in. And I remember we had some couple in and the guy was really hairy and Ginger and I were waxing his back. And we just had every guest, almost every guest was fun because they brought something to the plate. They brought something to the table. You know, most guests were really cool. Once in a while, he got a dud and he just wrapped up their interview real fast. Fair enough. No worries. But thanks for your time. And like I said, um, seeing you brings back a lot of... um, Teenage memories, it sure does. <laughs> so I think it? so. Oh my God, I love it. I love how long. I really think that Ginger and I are probably the last two standing. Well, and Linda May, but you're you're not in LA. But like, there's so few of us that are left, Lynn. Like even Nina Hartley's gone underground. Mm. You know, she's <laughs> packed up and you know left the city, and she's in parts unknown, which I won't say. And 
just mm. out of the business. Just out. That's fair enough. Business. That's fair. That's the way she wants to be. It's the way she wants to. Yeah. After all, forty years, I don't blame her. I really don't. Okay. No worries. Well, thanks for your time. I appreciate that. And Patrick, thanks again. And um, hope to see you all, everyone soon. See this, this pandemic comes okay. over it. I'll definitely come and see you guys. See things happen. Yep, it's crazy right now. It definitely is. Things are opening up, though. You know, I went to the mall today before Patrick came over, and it's the little things that get me so happy. Wetzel's Pretzels was finally giving out free samples again. All right. Hey, Mark, how are we doing tonight? You know, Patrick, how are you doing? Oh, well, how do you think? Well, I've seen uh, worse situations there. I hope so. I just want part of your hair is what I want. Oh, oh the hair hair spot I have here. Oh. Or not you. <laughs> you know what? You could. Half of them are extensions. Oh, okay. Only the blonde. All the little blonde streaks are just hair extensions because it doesn't damage your hair like bleaching. Oh, okay. okay. But it's all, it's all, I mean, it's my own length. I really do have long hair. It's right. nice hair. There's a culprit. That one's an extension. But thank you. Thank you very much. But, uh, Curious, Patrick, did you have to uh, get a COVID test before you took your flight out there? No, I uh, <clears throat> I never did. Uh, now, out here, um, we had to show COVID cards before we could get in to eat. In Iowa, um, they just it just doesn't matter. And and we got in Iowa, we got shut down for like an hour and a half on a Thursday. That's it? And that was yeah. about it. Yeah. Did you have high cases? <clears throat> oh, they, oh, running wild, but... Um, COVID is a hoax in Iowa, so. Yeah, the uh, end of this month, I'm going to Peru to see the oh. wife and kid. She's oh. uh, going for her uh, visa. Well, Peru is, out of the country is different. Yeah, well, I got to get a COVID test three days before I go down, and I got to get one three days before I come back. So that's two COVID tests in one week. My poor nose is going to be a hurting. Right. <laughs> I've had two COVID tests. <laughs> One was the first time that you just had, I just spit in something. And that was when I did a documentary a few months, six months ago, about Tracy Lords that'll come out at some point. And the crew, you know, I had to get one for that. And then, what else? oh, I had a cold like three months ago. And it was a lingering cold. And I finally thought, I don't think it's COVID, but I'm going to get that. And of course, it was negative for COVID. But it was, is that no, I, oh. dog, I muted her. Oh, um, but those were the only two times. And it was weird because I knew I had a cold, but, you know, you just were all a little paranoid. Right, right. Well, I had a, well, I got COVID last year about this time. Well, just before Christmas. So uh, I had to get the COVID test. Uh, they just did the swab. Yeah. And, I had a whole uh, COVID test because I got a real bad chest cold, but my nose is running all the time. I'm coughing, hacking. Herschel's like, oh. I, I tested before I came out, and it was negative. So oh, that's good. That's Herschel good. says, uh, you going to bring your tuberculosis out here, too? <laughs> <laughs> what is it, just a cold? Yeah, just a deep, deep chest cold. I don't. I didn't know the cold, common cold even existed anymore. Well, you know, like, yeah, everybody wore a mask. And you know what, though? It's not the common mm -hmm. cold. I had mine for two weeks. Now, it was the kind where I could function, and I'm so busy that I couldn't just sit in bed for three days. But it was... Basically, your garden variety cold with a kick, like uh, on steroids. It lasted longer than any goddamn cold I've ever had. And I think it's because for a year and a half, knock on wood, I never got sick because you don't go out much and the masks and everyone's like looking, you know. But then when you get something, it's like your poor little system hasn't been sick in so long. But you had COVID. You seemed fine. Though. Were you at death's door at any point? Uh, it was miserable. It was absolutely miserable. It messed up my hearing, believe it or not. I was, I got uh, a case of, uh, what's it called? Titulitis? Titanitis? And I, it was crazy because I would be sitting here and I would hear things. And it sounded like a squirrel up in the ceiling, scratching. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And I'm like, oh, well, no big deal. Maybe it's a squirrel or something. So I'd sit there a little longer. I'd hear it again. That's crazy. Like, weird. So I go to work. I didn't know I had COVID at the time because I wasn't really showing any symptoms. I'm at work, and I'm hearing it again. I'm like, now this is getting weird. Yeah. So I, that's when I went and had the COVID test, and what do you know? Um, 
the breathing part was horrible. Um, I had a lot of, I used to be a smoker years ago, so that probably had a little to do with it. Um, the high fever, the sweating was horrible. Um, you go to, go to sleep, you'd wake up just soaked. I mean, like, like you'd taken a shower kind of soaked. Oh, it was terrible. But luckily, um, I got over it pretty quick. I got over like five days. I was out of work for two weeks. They wanted to make sure. Yeah. But I got paid, so I was good to go there. <laughs> but I don't wish that on anybody, you know. I mean, it's terrible. Um, I did get vaccinated. I got both the shots of Madeira. I'm going to probably get the booster in the next couple of months. Yeah, I got the shots, and then I get my booster <laughs> next week. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. How are you going to do, you know? Hopefully this thing will be over with soon enough, you know. And we I don't think it'll up. ever be over. I think it'll get more under control, but I don't think it'll ever. It'll be like every year you got to get a flu shot. Every year you're going to have to get a COVID shot. It's just. That's what I'm thinking, too. Same thing, yeah. It's not going away ever. The genie is out of the bottle, right? It is. It really is. But, you know, hopefully we'll build up some immunity to it and. Our body will get used to it, and we won't have a problem with it anymore. That's bad. The anti-vaxxers have fixed that for us. It will oh, never God. go away. Let me tell you what. I <laughs> run into those people every day at work, and I just want to smack every damn one of them. Every one of them. <laughs> They're just ridiculous. You know, Are you living in fear? I said, no, I'm not living in fear. Do you own any guns? Yeah, I own seven of them. But well, who's the one living in fear? Yeah, it, that's a great, I know people that won't get them, some adult stars even, but I have to respect, I guess, their decision, you know. Well, Joseph Nugent was the same way. He didn't want to get, he didn't want to get the vaccination. He got COVID and damn near killed him. Who? Ted Nugent. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. You people, that's been a few stars have been anti-vax and then they get it and they're like, oh, give it to me. I don't know. I figure I'm at the age where I'm not going to have any children. I don't care if it mess. you know, like I don't, they aren't going to track me. They're already tracking me on my phone. <laughs> right, right, right. All right. Well, I'll let you guys talk to some other people sitting here waiting. Always great to see you, Christy. Thank Patrick, you. you have a safe flight back. I will. We're only going to two airports this time and not three. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Y'all take care. All right. Good night. You bet. Hey, uh, Sweet Pea, let's get you on here, and we're, we're kind of waiting for Ginger. I don't know if we can count on her. It's uh, just about 5 o'clock, and yeah. anyway, we'll, we'll give her a little bit more time. Okay. We, we got Sweet Pea to kill us. Uh, Sweet Pea. Yes, my love. Hello, I, my cute stuff. Hi, my love. I remember I did the reference later when, uh, when we first started working at uh, Playboy Radio. I sent that uh, email to uh, Playboy, and it started your uh, radio career. Yes, you did. You were, you know what? You've always been in my corner, Sweet Pea, for over 20 plus years. Yes, indeed. I'll always be in your corner forever and ever. Um, the other thing I was wondering is uh, in regards to where the boys aren't and passages, other films, which one would it have been? Is that I've been... Wait, what was it? It was hard to hear. If you could have done a sequel to one of your other films. Which one would it have been? Like, like, like a passage. Great questions. Uh, passages we played out. There were four in there. Um, I Probably something like The Show. I mm. love The Show. The Show was one of my favorite films. Something like that, maybe. The Show Part 2. Right. Yeah, I remember the penis potato lady from that. The what? The penis potato lady. She oh, carried- my God. That was so funny. That was a Fun movie. I have to say, though, all my films for Vivid were great. Um, I'm trying to think of some of some of them weren't worthy of a sequel, but ones like Passages or Where the Boys Aren't. Um, those were those were maybe Sex Asylum 4 or Oral Addictions. You know what? In porn, you can make a sequel to anything and get away with it. Maybe you could do like a, a sequel to a hypnotic sensation and do it on Ginger. <laughs> that was a classic from, I think, the 1984 era. Yeah. Is that Stephen St. Croix? Yeah, yeah. say, Lon, Lon, when you were in Miami, did you uh, uh, meet Stephen St. Croix? <gasps> I don't recall. No, I don't think I saw him there. No. He, was, um, he was with Evan Stone, and he was up at the bar, and I... Um, 
saw him from across the room. He went up waiting for a drink like we all were. And I went to pay the bill and I just went up to him and said, Stephen St. Croix. And he says, hey. And I said, can I grab a picture? You bet. And uh, Was he signing there or just No, hanging? he just, he lives in the area. And he just. Uh, Where? In, in the Miami area. Oh, okay. And anyway, um, he was there just talking to to Evan and Katie and and I never saw him again. I never saw him the next day. I said, you going to be he around the next good. day? Yeah. I never, I never saw him the next day. And um, what's he doing? I think he's in real estate. No way. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh my God. He's a nice, and I love James Bartolet. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Mickey Lynn. What great photos yeah. you've got. Um, I like Stephen St. Croix. Remember he dated Diane Loren. They dated after she broke up with John Gray. That ended very badly. <laughs> I think the lot of money was owed. I don't know. But I like him. But I don't, it would be hard to date a porn star. I think so. I, you know, it's not like you're dating a state farm guy. But um, I, I don't know. It would be interesting. Um, also, if you, if you go to our database on our, our group page, Christy's probably the most accessible uh, star in the list for flipping stuff back. And, and she has a fee, 10 bucks. And um, we've got some instructions in there, her address, her post office box. And you really are awesome with fans. Flipping stuff. Yeah. I mean, three weeks, maybe. I mean, maybe. Usually I get stuff out within a week. But yeah, I love my fan club. I still have fan club members that have been in for like 30 years. And then every so often you get the letter back, deceased. Oh. Or you get like the wife that finds the stash after he died. Take it back. I can't believe like they find it in the garage. Like, but it's just I come from that old school era. I actually have a little show and tell. Oh my um, gosh. She'll be um Brett wanted a few things signed, and one of them was this oh. nice. Hustler oh, magazine. my God, that's a classic collector's item. Yeah, so he's got wow. he's got lots of items here, and there's uh, one of Ronnie. <sighs> oh, my God. Oh, my God, that's me. Look how geeky I looked. I can't believe you guys love No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and Ronnie's skinny. That. that was shot in 1984. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So he's, anyway. he's skinny and free. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. So anyway, we'll be getting those out to... Uh, uh, some of the people that sent those in, and I know Charles has a, a baseball that he had uh, sent with me as well, too, so we'll get that done. And, but, uh, yeah, if you want anything sent in, her address is there, and it's a quick flip, and probably, I'm one of the most accessible people on our on our list, and there's there's quite a few folks who are accessible, but uh, she's top-notch. Let's, uh, let's check in. I'm going to admit the guy we had breakfast with this morning. Oh, Naked John. And uh, not that naked, John, but this is, I don't think this John wants to be naked. That was yesterday's breakfast. Was that his name, though, <laughs> naked, my right? Yeah, yeah. As my wife says, clothing optional, John. Uh, she's not saying it. And then I'm going to get ready. Yeah, she's going to get ready. And if I see Ginger in the next 10 minutes, we'll bring her in. Yeah. But do you think? You, okay. I, you know what? It's a crapshoot. Okay, we'll, we'll get John in here real quick. We'll get John to unmute, and then we'll, then we'll say goodbye. But... Uh, any last questions before I ask? Hey guys, how are you? Who was that? Who? It's John. Oh, John. Hey, John. How are we oh, doing? John, we don't see a picture. Oh, no. Let's see. There we go. No, no, it's going back and forth between you and Sweet Pea. Uh-oh. Nah, something. There we go. There we go. There he is. Better late than never, John. Sorry. Don't be, don't be, don't be. Did you tell them, obviously, that it was going to be an hour earlier? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah, I was, I was doing something that took longer than I thought it was going to. So you know, my I get it. Uh, don't worry. Don't even worry. Are you kidding? I came literally <laughs> sliding in here 20 minutes before the show. <laughs> okay, quick question for Christy. Christy, just a comment. I love you. I always have. You're, you're one of the most beautiful women and I've ever seen, and Thank I you. love you. Oh, I'm, I'm the one who's, who's occasionally um, wanted uh, written to you, take you, offering to take you to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Oh my God, that's so funny! And what was my response? Nothing. No, you said uh, keep while well, listening. Listen to my show. Maybe you'll get an answer. 
<laughs> then the show got canceled and you never got your answer. <laughs> but we met today at a, a place called Met Him at a Bar. Oh, my God, how funny. Which is across the street from Met Her at a Bar. Oh, my, where is that? It's on La Brea? Yeah, we had to go by Pink's hot dog place to get to it. Oh, my God. Are, is Pink still open? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's an institution, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I think it's good to meet you once again, though. Oh, I wish I would have known. I would have gone this morning. Hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, blame Patrick. I didn't know about this. <laughs> Christy, I just want to say I've always been a big fan and... Uh, continue to be thank you okay. thank you very much and i'm glad that you stayed at the last minute here okay well thanks a lot john hey thanks everybody for stopping by we didn't get ginger in today and that's that's on me because i switched the time barely got her in because we switched the time and i thought i'd let ginger know and i guess it didn't happen so um probably between one of my three flights in des moines to denver to <laughs> san francisco to burbank it happened so oh, no. but anyway we thank everybody for making the time change now early. Next week, we are with a guest that I can't remember her name. James Barthelay is lined it up for me, so you know it's good. So, oh, I love James Barthelay. I'm on his show every Wednesday night now from 7 to 9 p.m. PST, and it's called Inside, Inside the, the Industry. Industry. Yes, and Sweepy's there every week. Where did he go? Did he click off? Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you guys are great. Thank you so much for joining us on this Sunday late afternoon show. Okay. Thank you very much. Don't forget to go to www.jizztalking.com or check us out on Twitter at jizztalking. We'll see you next week.